Welcome to Live on Purpose Radio with Dr. Paul Jenkins, where you will hear inspiring stories of ordinary people doing extraordinary things. Feed your mind with a regular dose of positive energy and show up for your life every day on purpose. Living on purpose means that you have a purpose and you do it intentionally. And now, here's your host, Dr. Paul. Hello and welcome back to Live On Purpose Radio. This is Dr. Paul, the shrink to expand your life with another episode of Live On Purpose Radio. Joining me today is another pathologically positive person. We scour the globe here at Live On Purpose Radio to find these weird people who have discovered the power of positivity. Greg Denning is one of those people. He's sometimes known as the walking antidepressant. He's figured out how to apply that specifically to family life. And I think we'll have some fun getting into that today, too. Welcome to the show, Greg Denning. Thank you so much, Dr. Paul. So excited to be here. This is awesome. This is kind of fun, isn't it? It is. We get to talk about principles that liberate people. You know, and before the show, Greg, we were chatting about how we're both, you know, we've both kind of got this reputation of of being what I call pathologically positive. And without getting into what all that means, it can be kind of annoying to some people. Have you found that as well? Yes. <laughs> or, or shocking. They'll be like, are, are, you, are you always this happy? Do you always have this much energy? Are you always like this? Yeah. And it, it, it can come across something? because a lot of people kind of go, they get stuck in kind of a flat line, as you know. Yeah. And they're kind of just cruising along. So it does, it kind of pops and stands out a little bit. Yeah. Greg, you, you told me also as we were prepping for the show that you don't necessarily come by this naturally. It's not something that you were born with. It's something you more discovered and discovered at some point also that it's a choice. Can you walk us through that journey just a little bit? Tell us enough so that, so that we understand where you're coming from. Absolutely. So, well, first of all, I got to say it. I've lived an absolutely extraordinary life. It's just, it's been amazing. I just count mm. my blessing every day. My parents were divorced uh, when I was really young and stepdads kind of came and went. And I grew up in a lot of poverty um, and a lot of struggle and a lot of discouragement. And then I, I decided to go out on my own at 16. And so I'm out trying to figure out how to do life and ended up in some, some rough uh, situations and circumstances. Some really tough places. Those were hard years. Yeah. And the majority of that time, man, I was, I was depressed and discouraged and lonely and afraid and hopeless. I was unbelievably shy and reclusive, like afraid of people. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and I was going through life and, and just found this concept of like, this is hard. This isn't fun. This isn't enjoyable. And, and life was, it was drudgery. Right. And then I came across this discovery you talked about. Somebody handed me the book, um, the power of positive thinking, I think by Norman Vincent Peale. Norman Vincent Peale. Yeah. yeah. Right. And it just lit this fire. I'm like, what, this is possible. And, and I leaned into that and have become a, a pathological optimist and leaned into the positivity and the happiness. And it's, it's just become a way of being for me now. I, I say this often here on the show and, and with my clients that until you see it as a choice, it's not. 
because you just roll with whatever your programming is. And like you were describing here, Greg, I mean, if you're in circumstances of, of poverty and challenge and difficulty and pain and suffering, it, it's normal, it's natural for people in that state to kind of take a course of negativity and not even see that they have any choice in the matter. Exactly. And I'm not saying that you, sh- you can choose everything. You don't always get to choose what happens to you or what your circumstances are. Some of that's just handed to you. Exactly. Help us to see where the choice is. What did you discover about that? Yeah, well, so early on, I'm, uh, I was living in just a rundown shack of a house in a bad neighborhood surrounded by a lot of bad things going on. Somehow I found this book, didn't even have a cover on it. Um, and I just started to read it and it turned out it was the hiding place by Corey Tenboom. Oh, wow. And one of my all time favorite books. And it talks about, it was a Christian family in the Netherlands during world war II when the Nazis came in and they decided to help, um, some Jews and they ended up getting captured, beautiful, wonderful story. And they get captured. They go into concentration camps and while in the concentration camps, they chose her, her sister, Betsy, especially, she said, I chose to be grateful and compassionate and loving towards the guards, towards the fleas, towards the conditions. I could still choose my attitude of mind, even in the worst conditions. That right there was a game changer for me. So I thought my, my circumstances are, are rough, but they're not that. And if they could choose yeah. happiness and positivity and gratitude in that I have some choice here. So that shifted my paradigm, my mindset. And I thought, you know what? I'm going to start choosing to feel differently and to react differently. You're right. You know, I love to teach this when I'm doing coaching. Sometimes we're going to get knocked down, right? And there's maybe nothing we can do about that. But the choice comes in, am I going to give up or am I going to get up? Yep. That's where that starts to happen. And and we get this power to take over our lives and, and direct our lives. You've already mentioned two of my heroes, Norman Vincent, Peel, Corey Tenboom, her experience particularly, and she didn't come by it honestly, or I mean naturally either. Betsy right. had to help her out with this. Right. Because there were times when Corey was thinking, man, this sucks. And yeah. by every description of the circumstances they were in, you'd have to agree. Yep. But here's Betsy saying, no, we're blessed kind of thing. She's like, you're nuts. But it changed her mind. It changed your mind to read it. Because as difficult as your circumstances were, Greg, you weren't in Auschwitz. And that comparison can help to raise our awareness to the fact that our thinking has something to do with it. Yes. Yes. That's the power. Now, you spend a lot of time coaching people. You've coached thousands of people around the world. And you've also found that there are some very specific applications for family life. And this is something I noticed about you, Greg. So I wanted to make sure we got into this in our conversation today. What does this have to do with having a family? Talk about that aspect for a minute. Yes. Yes. So my, one of my lowest points in a rough situation, it was a Christmas Eve all by myself, you know, mm. terrible conditions. And that night it was this pivotal point where I'm like, you know what, I'm not going to do this anymore. I'm going to have a family. I'm going to learn whatever I need to learn. I'm going to do whatever I need to do. I'm going to become who I need to become so that I can have an absolutely extraordinary marriage 
and then we can raise, you know, a wonderful family. And, and Rachel and I, we have seven children now, and we wanted to live wow. an extraordinary family life. So let me tie this story in. Okay. Years later, I was able to take my children to Harlem in um, the Netherlands to walk down the alleyway into the Ten Boom home. Wow. To walk up the spiral staircase. Man, I yeah. still feel the emotion to take my children and literally crawl into the hiding place, the hiding place. the hiding place for the book. And, and there in that special moment with my children offer up the thanks and the gratitude to that Timbone family for the change they brought to my life. Right. And so now as, as a father and as parents, we get to take our kids and we get to train them into the, the positivity, into the mindset. We get to help them, gain the skills and the abilities and the paradigm to live, live life in this extraordinary way and to go around and and serve others and do humanitarian work and travel. So, you know, together as a family, we've been with our children, we've already been in in 35 countries we love travel. That's, that's our family dream, right? Everyone has, I hope everyone has a family dream. Ours is, is family travel and experiences. And right now we're in Mexico and, and traveling, traveling world. And, and so you take it in your family and you make it part of the family culture. Right. And then it changes generations. You're touching on something that is so key. Greg, you and I were programmed however we were programmed. By our own parents who really didn't give us a choice as to what they were going to program us with. And as good a job as they did, and as good a people as they were, they may not have known some of the principles that we've learned through our own experiences here. Exactly. And now we have an opportunity to have a powerful impact on the next generation. They don't have to go into their life with the same programming that has caused some of the misery that we've observed through the ages. Exactly. Am I being too grandiose about this? Or do you think no. we can actually make a difference on the planet? No, see, and our message is the same. And it seems, it seems a little wild and far-fetched. And this is why I love sharing my story. Because I'll meet people and they're like, well, man, you must have had a good life. And, oh, you've had all this great stuff. And I'm like, hey, I started. I, there were times when I didn't have enough food, when I didn't have a place to stay. Right. And I didn't have a friend or family around. And if I can go from where I was to where I am today and where we're going in the future, it's not too grandiose because if I can do it, anyone can do it. And so we can make these shifts. And then like you were just saying, we can give our children these, these building blocks, these, these launch pads, and, and we can share it with the people around us too, to our employees, our co our coworkers, you know, people in our congregations or, or organizations, wherever they are, we can, we can radiate this. Right. And let it be this positive influence that spreads through the world, really making a, a positive impact. I want to make a, a disclaimer here. <laughs> I don't know why I feel to do this, but as we talk about this being a choice, you know, Greg, you and I are not here to tell people how to think. We don't have that kind of authority. Right. But I think it's really important to raise the awareness for people that they are thinking and that their thinking makes a difference. You discovered that in your journey, not even knowing perhaps as a 16 year old young man that, that you had to get control of the equipment first, the equipment of your own mind. Exactly. 
And then you wouldn't be trapped by your circumstances. But there's a lot of people who don't see it as a choice. And uh, I think that's kind of the, the conjoint mission that we're on here is to raise people's awareness that they actually have some choice in the matter. And, you know, uh, dear listener, as you're listening to this episode today, you might have the thought, oh, I guess I just really need to think differently. And my response to that would be, or not. (laughs) (laughs) That tips people over sometimes, Greg, but you know what? Realizing that it's a choice puts you into the choice. You see that as well, and 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 I'm I'm so glad you brought that up, and I want to do that too. And and to everyone listening, man, I, I I feel like I can have so much empathy and understanding for the struggles you might be facing, and uh, the hurt. I mean, a serious hurt. I I have the privilege of uh, doing a, I do executive coaching and family coaching. I could do that every day. I, I have two coaching sessions already this morning, right? Yeah, I have three or four more today, and. And so I get, I get a sense and feel the hurt and I felt it myself. Right. And I remember being in a place in my teens and or even into my early twenties where I was, I genuinely believed that I, I felt like a victim. Yeah. Other people had made choices that just had, had trashed my life. And I, and I, I get it. I get it. There was nothing I could do about that. And I was hurting because of choices they had made or poor choices I had made. But at some point along that journey, and I, and I think everyone can do this at some point in their own way, in their own journey. Mm-hmm. I, I kind of drew a line in the proverbial sand. And I said, okay, you know, what, what has happened has happened. And, right. and it's back there. I'm going to learn from it. But I'm going to step across this line. And from here on out, my life will be what I make of it. Wow. And that changed everything for me. Yeah. Talk about live on purpose. Greg, as we come back from this break, I would love to learn more about how you did that. Let's see if we can nail down some of the practical principles or steps that people can take right now today. Does that sound good to you? Fantastic. Folks, Greg Denning today at Live On Purpose Radio. We'll be right back. Are you ready to take your positivity to a whole new level? I've been enjoying these conversations with my guests at Live On Purpose Radio. My own story about becoming more positive is something that I've shared in my book, Pathological Positivity. And right now, I'm giving the book away. You just pay for the shipping. Go to drpauljenkins.com, spelled with a D-R, and click on the big orange button right there that will get you a free copy of my book. You pay the shipping, I'll pay for the book. Sound like a good deal? Power up your positivity and get ready to see phenomenal changes in your happiness, your relationships, your business, every aspect of life. Enjoy this free gift from me. DrPaulJenkins.com. Welcome back to Live on Purpose Radio. Greg Denning today joining me on the mic. And it's so fun for me, Greg, to connect to somebody who gets this and doesn't think that I'm crazy. Of course, maybe I'm assuming a lot there. Um, (laughs) 
Or maybe we're crazy together. <laughs> maybe we're crazy together, but you know what? What a joyful crazy it is when you acknowledge or finally discover something that gets thrown around on the stage from motivational speakers all the time, that happiness is a choice. But until you understand how and why that is true, it's not a choice. You just roll with whatever your programming is. And through your experience, Greg, you identified and found and discovered and have even developed through your career some recipes or, or formulas that, that bring this down to, uh, okay, how is it done? And from a very practical standpoint, I would love to get into that with you today. Yeah. Because that, this isn't just mystical woo-woo magic, right? Exactly. It's not the foo-foo la-la. I'm like, there, there had to be something that actually worked. And I remember feeling this, maybe you did too in your journey. I remember early on thinking, is, is this even possible? Uh, it is possible. Is it possible for me? And how is this done? And so, so I'm in this spot and, and I love the word desperate because I was desperate. I had to find the, the secrets to success and happiness. And so I started reading and this is one of the key things that I would recommend to anyone. It's what, you know, bibliotherapy is a little fancy yeah. word for it. So I started reading voraciously anything I get my hands on and I haven't let up. So I've averaged at least a book a week for over two, two decades. Wow. Just devouring content, studying the lives of great men and women and interviewing and asking across five continents and 47 countries and, and not letting up. And I was like, is there a common denominator? Are there things that just work across the board? Maybe, you know, that works for that person over there and this works for that person over there, but what could work for me? And as I've studied that and wrote about it and, and talked about it and started sharing and coaching and teaching and mentoring, uh, I found, I found these formulas and I kind of, we kind of packaged them together and they're, they're just things that just work. So Rachel and I, my wife, we actually created the extraordinary family life formula. And it's this formula this. together that just, you put these, these pillars and these foundations in place and they just work for an absolutely extraordinary family life and whatever that, that looks like for each family. Mm -hmm. Then I also have created uh, a Be The Man masterclass that I'm just so excited about. Just, just rolled that out because I know part of my own life work is to help men right. feel alive and just be men. There's, there's an, uh, it's a form of emasculation going on right now and men are, and masculinity are kind of being attacked. And so that's a part of that thing. But it's all built on these ideas and principles of like, hey, how do I actually do this? And, and we alluded to it before the break is the first thing is you got to just kind of step away from the blame game and, and playing yep. the victim. I found that whenever I was playing the victim, I was literally taking my power to change my life and I was just setting it on the ground there. And nobody else is going to pick it up for me. Right? And I just set it down. And I did that every time I blame my parents or I blame my job or I blame the government. Or I blame my conditions. Every time I made excuses, every time I, I just told myself this story of, I can't do anything about this. Right. I just set down my power. And one of the greatest things that I ever discovered was like, wait a minute. No, no, I, there's, there's gotta be something I can do about it. I'm going to figure out a way. Yes. And so I pick back up my power. Now I have a quote on my office wall that says, I will either find a way or I will make one. And it's this ancient quote. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, there it is right there. 
And picking up that power then enabled me to start thinking and looking for strategies and making a difference. The second piece I'll share real quick is I had to come to a realization that nothing in my life would get better until I got better. Meaning that as I started to improve myself, mm-hmm. that made a positive impact on every other part of my life. Right. So it almost increases the sum total of every other equation I'm involved in because I increase my own sum. So I, like I had to overcome my shyness and fear, my self-doubt, my insecurities were crippling. Right. I had to work through that. And once I did, it shifted everything. It shifted the way people interacted with me. It shifted my opportunities. It shifted my feelings right. and my experiences in life. It was beautiful. So these formulas that you're sharing with us, and as you share them, you know, refuse to be a victim. Wow. How fundamental is that? Because when you, and I'm not talking about a victim of crime, a victim of abuse, neither are you. You're talking about a mindset. And that mindset determines whether you can move or whether you're paralyzed. Exactly. That's pretty key. And then, like you said, starting with yourself. So when you said you've got this extraordinary family life formula, living in a family starts with taking care of the equipment of your own mind and getting your own stuff in a pile first. And I'm, I'm glad you started there. You know, I do, I do a lot of parent coaching. We've got a YouTube channel that really appeals to parents. And that's the first rule of parenting to take care of yourself. Exactly. Starting with your mindset. So I'm yeah. glad you started there. Greg. What's um, what else goes into this formula? I'm just curious what, where else you go with it? Well, yeah. Well, with specifically with the extraordinary family life formula and you're spot on, I think it was Jim Rohn who always used to say, work harder on yourself than you do on anything else. Yeah. Work harder on yourself than you do on anything else. What a great thing. And, and we do that. We just, we do parenting and marriage and things too. And, and what I've noticed, and I'm sure you've noticed this too, moms, moms just blow me away. Right. I, I'm, I'm in constant awe with moms. They are so special and so powerful and, and they're so selfless. Yeah. And I have found kind of a common denominator, these wonderful moms they're so willing to serve and sacrifice that they often don't take enough time for self-care. And so they feel like they're just running on empty. Yes. And so we're like, Hey, let, let's fill that well back up. Cause it's hard to draw from an empty well mm. or impossible sometimes mm. and so filling that back up and taking care of those things. So, so, and again, families are complex, right? People are complex and families are complex. So we've broken it into some simple formulas. Um, we talk about you. So there's the five main elements is you always working on yourself first, then your marriage, then parenting, and then family culture and lifestyle, and then family finances. So those are the five fundamental pieces to making sure that, hey, things are working right. Then we came up with an acronym METAL, which is mind, emotions, trust, action, and lifestyle. And you take that and you apply those five pieces to each element, right? And then it starts to, it starts to build out the, what we, what we always say, you bring the tide, 
right? You're bringing the tide into your family when, cause when the tide comes in, it lifts all boats. We've heard that that's being thrown around a lot and being it's common say, but you bring in that tide. And then we tell this to parents, we tell it to, to anyone we work with, like, look, you can be the tide. You can be the tide in your family. You can be the tide in your organization. You can come in by making some positive changes in your own life. Some, just some, some tweaks, the 1% tweaks. This isn't huge. This isn't overwhelming. You make some small tweaks and it starts to make these positive shifts across every element of your, of your family and of your life. Yeah. You know, I, I had to chuckle a little as you shared those because I'm like, wait, did he look into our manual? <laughs> Principles are timeless. Yes, they are. And they, they, as you've seen through your world travels, they, they supersede culture and tradition. Uh, that's how we know that it's a principle. If it's true on this side of the world and if it's true on that side of the world. Otherwise, it's yes. probably just a technique or a culture. But the principles are transcendent of those things. And so as you listed those, you know, I've got basically four rules for parenting, which came in at level three, I think, on your, on your five. And the, the four rules for parenting are take care of yourself, take care of the team. And then in the discipline area, uh, love your children, discipline your children. Those are the four rules for parenting. And you'd think, huh, Greg and Dr. Paul read from the same book <laughs> or thousands of books. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> timeless principles through the century. Yeah. yeah, that's that's the fun thing about our work. You know, I, I sometimes tell people, Greg, my job is to illuminate the obvious. Mm -hmm. I feel and the same. You can relate to that, right? Absolutely. We get paid to tell people things they already know. But connect with that, dear listener, as you, as you realize, oh, yeah, I kind of already knew that. Uh-huh. Pay attention to it. Do it on purpose. Greg, you've been able to create a life that you love. And I honoringly acknowledge that and also want to use that as an example that this is in fact possible. You said something earlier about how if I can do it, anybody can do it. We hear that all the time from successful people. But I think in sharing your story, it's not that you were you know, born with a silver spoon in your mouth. It's not that this was handed to you for free. So thank you for your example and for the principles that you've shared with us here today that can help anybody to apply that and live on purpose. Greg, where's the best place for people to connect to you? Thanks. Thanks for sharing that. And thanks, man. Thanks for that message. It's so true. I, I, I'm the kind of guy, I'm a hugger. All the listeners, yeah. we were together, go around giving out hugs and it would, it would be that message. I'd look in their eyes and say, you can do this. Yeah. You can do this. And it's, right. it's totally possible and, and lift up your head and have hope and you can make this happen. Man, I love that. So I, um, I have a podcast called the extraordinary family life podcast. Wonderful. Our, web, our website is extraordinaryfamilylife.com. Um, and we, oh, we do fun things. We lead trips for couples and families or for men or all around the world. We do a world war two trip. We do trips to the Sahara desert and in the Inca trail. And we do great trips like that. And we have, you know, courses and resources and, nice. and training and coaching. We just, we're just out. We're like you, we're just, we want to help share 
the the print the timeless principles and practices that have been proven and that changed our lives and, and changed people's lives every day. Love it. That let me make sure we got that website right. It's extraordinaryfamilylife.com. Correct. And that's where they can connect to you and these formulas and the the events and experiences that you're providing to help people to do what we call live on purpose. Exactly. And we're changing the world as we do it. I, I just want to reiterate as we're closing here, Greg, this is not just about us because we are now training and programming the next generation who will train and program the generation after them. So it's time to apply these principles and really make a difference in this world. Greg, thank you so much for your contributions here today at Live On Burps Radio. Thank you, this has been wonderful. Fun stuff, guys, you've heard it now from Greg Denning. It's time for all of us to go apply what we've learned and live on purpose. Mm -hmm.